You're listening to Life Without Limits with Tom and Bunny. If you're under 18, this podcast is not for you. These are our opinions and what works for us well in the lifestyle community. You can see all of our videos and listen to all of our other podcasts at TomAndBunny.com. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Now, enjoy the podcast. Enjoy. All right, we are on the air semi-life. Semi-life? (laughs) Semi-life, but recorded. So we are at the Corral. We are. In Spring Grove, Pennsylvania. Boy, this place is fun. Yep, we just did a video on it last night, so Mm -hmm. definitely go back to TomAndBunny.com periodically because it's such a huge place. It's going to take me a couple weeks to actually get the video all edited. Yep, and you know what? Last night we were having such a great time. We... We were here till the lights all came on. <laughs> right. And then we went out to our RV and we actually stayed up till 4.30 this morning talking. Yeah. So we have Dee with us. Say hi, Dee. Hello. <laughs> this is a talk show. Oh, well, you know if you had something else to say. No, no. I just wanted to get you introduced so that way when we're talking, you can chime in at any time. Good. You can talk over us, under us. You could talk behind us. About us behind our back to <laughs> talk shit about us. Yeah, pretty direct. We're so. all good. <laughs> so, so we came in here and we promoted for Tom's trips, and we also did a video of the club, and we shot the video in so many segments. And we're trying something different. Normally, we walk an entire club from start to finish because I don't want to edit it. I'm right. really a lazy person. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't cooperate with that. <laughs> this is like the Winchester house. It was. I kept getting lost. Every time I'd come out of a room on Friday night, I would go d- turn the wrong way, and then I would get lost. And somebody finally stopped me, and they said, just follow it, and you're going to eventually end up back where you started. Somebody told me, just follow the music. Mm-hmm. Follow the Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you'll eventually get back out to the nightclub. <laughs> yes. So what we're going to do on, our, on our, our video that we just did is we go to the rooms, we talk about the rooms, but then we have the camera go in the room and pan. So we're actually going to overlay the panning of the camera over our talking about the room. Okay. So okay. that way, because otherwise you're gonna, half the video would be of us walking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. no, no one cares to see us clunk, 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 <laughs> walking around. It's going to be all new and exciting for us. So what we got excited about? We got excited. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's sad. But we heard there's ghosts here. At least one in particular. That We have several. Several. We, we know definitely three. Okay. But you, so, one is referred by name all the time. I keep the, hearing. The former manager, um, he was here for years. And he would sit on the couch at the little junction area there. And he might doze off during the course of the night. And um, one night he dozed off and didn't wake up. He had a heart attack and died on the couch. Now, during a party. During, during, the party. during a party. And no one wants to wake him up. Not at first, but then, you know, somebody took notice that you know usually he would doze for a few minutes and he had been a little too long so uh. all right so i gotta ask i've been dying to know <laughs> how long was a little too long five minutes or five hours no or? It, it, it was probably about you know 20 minutes because oh, they they, was, they would let him doze off because he would 
come here directly from work. You know, he had a day job and he would come to the club after, you know, so if he dozed off earlier in the evening, you know, and he'd pep back up and be part of the party. And that night he just didn't pep back up. Well, that's, that's the horrible. sad part of the story. Yeah. Um, but now, formally, this was not the corral before. It was called the farm. Correct. And now we've never been to the farm. We've only been here, and this was our first right. week, and we've been here, and we are so excited to come out because we, me and you had been talking yeah. for we've several for, weeks. Yeah. And um, I didn't think we were coming, and then all of a sudden I got the call, and I'm like, yes, this is our time. <laughs> And then we started talking, that's when we were talking about the ghost and yes. everything. So throughout the podcast, we'll bring up different little scenarios because we're going to talk about the, the corral yes. and also the whole property around the corral. Yes. If people are actually listening to this, <laughs> Hope so. it's 62 and a half acres. Yes. And why the half? Why why not 64, 61, or 60, but not... Where I've never it, heard of a half. <laughs> because it, where it broke off, it was actually... Um, when the former owner had it, um, parcels had been sold off for different okay. things. And then when it went for... When it went for auction, they had to break the property into two. The commercial side, which is the club and the haunt and, right. and the uh, houses... And the other portion is farmland. It's it's zoned clean and green. So okay. there's a house up there with farmland. Gotcha. And it's farmlands as I far as <laughs> yeah. I can see out here. Yes. It's, You're in South Central Pennsylvania. Yes. It is beautiful out here. Yes. It is very yes. pretty. But the only the only downfall here is they get snow. Yep. Someone asked Bunny, <laughs> Hey, would you move here? And she went, Nope. Especially when we heard there's eight foot of snow out here. We don't we don't get that much, but but we're not like Colorado or things like that. We can go weeks and weeks with no snow, and then we get dumped. So it's, right, you know they're getting snow in Michigan right now, six inches. Oh, okay. yes, no, in so, mid April. In mid April, yeah. so uh, friends of ours, we don't mention names, but yeah. they were getting their boat ready. Oh, you've been talking to her. <laughs> so they got it all waxed up mm -hmm. and it's not in the water yet <laughs> well, ours is in the water but you know <laughs> so that that kind of sucks for them as bunny says they're gonna have a late summer yeah yeah late start to summer yep yeah but it's i'm sure going to be a fun summer right <laughs> so now here at the corral, you know, a lot of clubs have theme parties. Mm -hmm. There's some clubs that don't have any themes at all. So here at the corral, there are one of the clubs that actually have theme parties. And I think it does bring people together, especially when they can have something in common with each other. Absolutely. It keeps it, it gets a vibe going for the night. Now, probably about half the people will participate in the theme. Yep. The other people, they're not excluded or anything. No. It's just some people like one theme better than another you know if we do steampunk you know all these people have steampunk stuff or pirates or whatever See, the case may be school girl oh uh, well <laughs> yeah we we do the school girl yeah. you know and it's funny because i find it it's almost by region and by different clubs as far as what their their favorite themes are mm -hmm. and, and it just cracks me up i mean we've gone to white trash bash before where literally everybody was in theme but if you tried that in southern california people would look at you like you're like so... you're a racist <laughs> yes oh, it would be very politically incorrect there right we, we we skirt the politically incorrect because we do our white trash it's actually we're in may is our third annual 
the white trash bash, and it's like a ball. Oh yeah! You know? Did we you see our so recent fun? image that we did? It says we are politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, for the white trash bash, had to go out and buy myself some rubber boots and. This time I got to get some overalls. You got to wear them for a legitimate reason. I did. Night. I did because it was raining. It was <laughs> rain. It was actually raining. I actually got to run through mud puddles with my boots on. So we come in here on a Friday, mm-hmm. and it's fetish night. We do fetish night once a month, and we alternate each month, Friday to Saturday. So, and you came in for our Friday night. Which is fun. Now, which, it was which is time. the more occupied night, Friday or Saturday? It just depends on what's going it on. It seemed like a lot of people. That on was Friday what. Night. That was actually one of our smallest kink parties. Wow. Um, yeah. We don't know how they all got in because we were parked right out in front of the door, <laughs> and we were watching people coming yeah. in. We were getting them signed up with Tom's trips, right? And then we closed up for the night. We come back here, and it's. Half. Yes. And we're wondering where did they come in? Were they sneaking them in? No, or? <laughs> no. They, they all come in the front door, but it's we're so spread out, and there's so many areas for people to, you know, congregate that. Yeah, we just didn't realize yeah. how fast they were coming in. Yeah, right. And we got in here before they opened. Right, because there were some people who were like, "Where are the? I, I didn't see them all night. <laughs> didn't right. see them walk in. Didn't see them go up to the bar. Nothing." Now, typically, when like. Southern California, they actually have hardcore, really hardcore fetish clubs. And, we do too, yeah. Um, one was called Club Hell that we went to. They were lighting people on fire in that club. Um, That's pretty hardcore. Well, no, we do, um, we've done fire massage. Um, it, I'm limit, I limit who can do it because they have to be vetted. Right. Um, so I had, we had fire cupping and we had a class on fire cupping. I, we've had fire massage. We have... You know, all different things. The difference between us and a hardcore kink club. Um, most of the dungeons or kink clubs do not permit fluid exchange. So we had the kink folks coming to us because they could do their scene and then enjoy each other's company that they couldn't at one of the kink clubs because they would have to go home. By the time they get home, the mojo's gone, they're crashing from their high, you know, the endorphins, and it's just gone. So Yeah, we saw you make your orgy room the the what what's the, the where you come off Oh, of oh your, it's aftercare. That's aftercare, the aftercare room. Aftercare yeah. room. Yeah. Aftercare yeah. room. But what I um in California we would host fetish parties at our club. Right. People it was just more of a dress up. Yes. They what well, they did not participate uh, we, we, we even created a room for fetish and flogging and stuff never got used. No, not at all. It, I tried in the four and a half years we've been the corral. I've tried three times to get the kink community to come in because the kink had a preconceived notions about the lifestyle swingers and the swingers had a preconceived notion about the kink. So Third time was the charm. We started doing afternoon munches, and that's an educational thing where they can chat. And we have members that are in the kink community. I call them the Smarter Than Me team. And they reached out to bigwigs in the community. That helped us get it started this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually, we sat there for a while watching the, the cupping, and we'd never seen it before. I yeah. mean, it was very, very 
yeah, interesting to some watch. Some people yeah. wanted the marks. Some people didn't. Right. Like uh, Lori, she did not want right. the marks, mm-hmm. but she wanted the experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was a little nervous because when the guy had it done, mm-hmm. um, he was pretty purple. Right. Because like I, I even said, I would love to give it a try too, but well, I, bruise. I bruise so easy. In... They deal with people with that, yeah. and that's why there's only certain people we allow to do it yeah. because they have learned this process. It's not like something they went, oh, you know what, let's go try this. You know, a lot it, of people would, um, <laughs> and that's what we try. And if it were a regular night and I didn't have to do a video the following night, I would have probably done it. <laughs> right, <laughs> and like the, can- I think you'd like the candle play. Yeah, the wax. The wax place. I heard there's a different type of wax than just going to the local store and buying a candle you put on your dining room table. (laughs) Right. This is a soy soy based candle. One of the girls here makes them, but there's a lot of people that can do it. Um, It is a fabulous sensation. I mean, it's just a warming. But it's not only that. When it's going on, then they're scraping it off and it's pulling. You know. Yeah. All the skin and it just well, I had stimulating. To, I had to actually stop some people. What does the cupping feel like? Because it looks like it mm-hmm. would be hot. And they said, no, it's actually very cool. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Now, yeah. the, the one thing that we, we, we are people watchers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not our thing, but we like to watch. Oh, yeah. So I guess it is a thing if you like to watch. It's <laughs> I our, do too. It's our kink. It's human <laughs> well, nature. Come your on. Kink, your kink is... I had never known this before, but Tom loves to tickle. I love to tickle. And he would, okay. he, if he t- had me tied up, it, that's what he would do. I would do would it. Tickle. I wouldn't flog her because I look stupid when I'm trying to flog and her. I, I look sissy. And I did find oh. out that, that 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 is an actual fetish, and it's actually a hard limit for a lot of people. It, it is. Um, when we have our kink nights, I, I'm still learning a lot. Um you know, I was expecting everybody to come in with their floggers and paddles and whips, and they do. But there's other ones that will bring in their bag for sensations, feathers mm-hmm. and and soft things, and it's that stimulation. That, but you're tied up and you can't resist. Right. So mm-hmm. Now the one thing that she'll do now is she'll let me tickle her. Before she wouldn't. But then when she found out it was a fetish, mm-hmm. she knew that I had a twisted fetish. She goes, all right, <laughs> fine. You can tickle me. But she only puts up with it for so long. Yeah, I can only do and so And they're long. done. Yeah. No, yeah. Now, uh, one of the nice things we saw is you had a vendor here, and all she was selling was stuff for the kink party. Right. So if someone wanted to learn, yes. they can come in and learn. And they have a place to actually buy the utensils to participate on their own, whether it's here at home or right. And we have we have a lot of vendors, um, and they'll give special deals to the members because they're here. Um, I have five kink vendors, and I can't. Wow! Wow! So we oh saw yeah, one. This, this was one. Wow. Oh yeah, they um, and all different levels of the type things they bring in. I was looking at her floggers. They were beer tappers. Oh, how cool. So they made a beer tapper into a flogger. So I was like, man, you got to get into the college sports. (laughs) She she said about some about copyright, trademark infringement. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought that would be a a huge seller, especially if it had an Alabama logo on it. (laughs) An Alabama logo. Everyone loves Alabama. Do you actually remember when we went into that leather shop in um, Key West and 
the gentleman had would made his own floggers and whips and right, I remember and that. paddles and he had a paddle that was an a boot and he said mm-hmm. he got a pair of boots and because he sold leather boots there yeah. and one of them was really kind of crappy and destroyed so he just cut the sole off of it and that was the paddle was the bottom of the sole of that boot and I'm like ouch <laughs> you'd when when you saw everybody come in for kink night did you see the bags and yes, yes. and yes. there was rolling yes. equipment rolling coming in this equipment. building. Somebody and had a gun case, um, a rifle case. <laughs> a that's rifle Miss, case. That's Miss Steph. She okay. makes a lot of her own. All right, I toys. saw that. I saw that out in the yes. nightclub area. The, the first time she came in carrying a rifle case and not a small <laughs> one either. We still, you know, because no weapons in the building. We had to stop her, and we opened it up, and there's all her foggers and lollipops, and she's very skilled with the whip. So she was. She had her whip, and she even had their balloons up on the cross, popping the Oh, balloons. I was, I watched her. I was yeah. watching yeah, I was her watching with her, the yeah. whip. Mm-hmm. And actually, the whip that we were watching her, mm-hmm. she just bought from Steph. Because Steph told me she just bought it, and she was um, practicing with it. Oh. Well, she just had... She has a couple, but yeah, the one, the new one she has. Right. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause she was over there just wailing away. And I'm over there like, we had a guy that would come to our club and he drew blood and we were, we did not, we actually had to tell him to stop no, no more fetish for him at all in our club. No. We didn't know what was going to happen. So we don't allow anything with blood, which was, you know, some people like needles and, and things. Miss Steph is really good with. They don't call it acupuncture. Um, not what they're doing. <laughs> this is needle doing. play. We don't allow needle play. We don't allow knife play. No blood play whatsoever. Right. Um, and even a lot of the hardcore, harder core kink places won't allow it either. Now, what we saw, uh, we we've seen it on real sex. Mm. We've seen it on a couple of different type of um, TV documentaries, but we've seen the pony play. And we saw the puppy walking around with the the yes. owner. Mm-hmm. There, there was two here. Yeah, I saw it was the girl. She yeah. had the mittens on, so she had paws mm-hmm. and yeah. everything. That's the first time I've seen that. Mm. And she, everyone was petting her, and she was doing a little leg thing. Yeah, <laughs> scratching her yes. neck. <laughs> yes. So we we actually like you we believe that there's a lifestyle for everyone we, yes. we and we don't have any negative connotations on anyone's lifestyle as long as it doesn't hurt anybody right. uh or affect somebody uh, personally but we we've seen some wild stuff we've seen people with meat hooks in their back and swung over the audience yes. what's the wildest thing you've seen here wow that's a tough one um when we first started out there's um, a couple that they're heavy into impact play and he would suspend her from our stripper pole out there and he they would have impact for an hour and a half what's impact um i have no idea it's flogging it's you know all canes okay. steel rods you know anything to have the impact on her body oh okay okay but an hour and a half that's that's pretty well, hard we, we kind of saw a little bit of that at um infliction hall in dallas Mm-hmm. Uh, that person had someone tied up on the sawhorse, mm-hmm. and they were doing that for yeah, a, but, a long yeah, time. Right. An well, hour and a half, that's long. Yeah, that's he, long he'll time. suspend her. He's actually suspended other ones to where the one girl looked like a pretzel. But, you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't even figure it out. Um, but, you know, to it's an art. It is. To be able to, first of all, suspend somebody. Right. Have the 
the know-how to balance their body so they're, it's not hurting their joints or their muscles or anything, and then an hour and a half process. Do you know we have a group that travels with Tom's trips, and it's called Beach Bind, mm-hmm. and that's all that, that they are. It's suspension. They they, yeah, they bind each rope, other. Ropes and suspension, and it's so huge. I mean, they bring... Their own photographer. Own photographer. Because mm-hmm. so it's, it's all so artistic. Ab- yeah, um, so it's all about doing their their ropes and then photography and it it is amazing that we have a couple that are very skilled in shibari which is the very intricate rope Mm -hmm. process it is amazing to watch them do it i got laughing sometime somebody was telling me they like that's all they wanted to do and it took them like two hours to get her all done and then she's like i have to pee Wow, put a catheter in her. Uh, Well, it it depends on how they're doing it because um, I'm claustrophobic and I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he put a corset around me, around around my center and up around my chest and my neck and then put one down between my legs. Um, Luckily, I could move it though. But they know so well where all those ropes are that he put a little tiny bullet vibrator on one rope at my back, and it hit my clit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I about went through the ceiling, but but wow. it was amazing. And uh-huh. I thought I would really struggle with it because it was tight like a corset. And being bound up, I was a little nervous, but it's just the art and seeing this. And then right. when you take it off, it's the sensation of the release. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we were at one club one time, and they were binding. It was, it was a Tuesday night or at Players DFW. I can't remember. It, what it, was, it was. I think it was just Tuesday night. They mm-hmm. come in there for six hours, mm-hmm. and all they do is tie someone up, mm-hmm. and immediately untie them and Ooh. tie tie them back up a different way. And all they're just doing is, and they're showing off their work to other people. Right. But it comes off as fast as it goes on. Right. And they were very, very meticulous. Yes. And no one talked to them why they were tying. They they were very focused on making mm-hmm. sure it was perfect and if it wasn't perfect they weren't happy right it's an art Mm -hmm. and you know you know what i loved the best was that you even had um i don't want to go with the word straight but pretty much yes straight vanilla vanilla lifestyle people and they interacted so well with the fetish and Mm -hmm. the fetish with it with them and i've seen a lot of your kink people back here on saturday yes Yes, it's a lot of crossover business. Oh, absolutely. Um, because the, the kink is always welcome, mm-hmm. but they also like to come in a group to share things. Oh, so, absolutely. So the people that came in for the kink liked the members and the camaraderie, so they come back mm-hmm. you know, for, for regular nights. I loved it because I was watching several people trying different things for the first time yep. and the excitement and almost like, a, <clears throat> excuse me, it was like a kid in a candy store. It is. It's amazing. Now, um, I want to go on the ghost for a second. So <laughs> You're going to jump around. I you? am going to just jump around because I, I, I was just thinking about some of the stories I was listening to. And one I was told where the cook will come in and have the pots and pans on the yeah. stove and the fire the the stove the will get knob. turned off yeah. the knob will actually get turned yes and that to me that's a that's pretty powerful that's huge that's huge <clears throat> that is very powerful and then um you say one of your members actually saw someone staring at her we we've had 
several people with that. Oh, several oh, people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so you told me one story. The, the, the one was in a closed room, and they were sleeping, and there's no window, so it was pitch dark. And she woke up out of a dead sleep at 4 or 5 o'clock you in the morning. The will- you get the willies. Yeah, she, and literally, she looked up in the corner of this pitch black room and said, there's a black mass staring at me. She's in a pitch black room. She woke her husband up, made her take him home. Well, yeah, because when you're in a dark yeah. room, there's still your eyes can yes. add light to the room yes. somewhat, and you can tell when there's something yes. darker. Oh yeah, and yeah, we we've experienced stuff like that in mm-hmm. our house. Yes, our current house. In our current house. <laughs> we we just did a podcast about our haunted house. Yes, so, we've we've experienced smoke. Smoke. Fog. Yeah, smoke oh, fog. Yeah, we, we've had fog mm-hmm. go from our living room to our hallway. We mm-hmm. thought it was an electrical fire. I go running over there, and it just dissipated. And then we find out later the guy died right where the smoke dissipated. Uh, so was he telling us where he died? Maybe. Because once we acknowledged him, so far we haven't experienced anything. But we are experiencing for the last year, over a year, yeah. we've been experiencing stuff. And it wasn't until we acknowledged his name and everything and that the fact that he died in the house we haven't experienced. I've been trying to record and, and we, catch stuff. Yeah, and when we tell them, okay, Andrew, we're home, mm-hmm. you know, or, or we're leaving, keep an eye on the house for us. Well, you'll, you'll hear members when they leave here. Good night, Glenn. And that's mm-hmm. the manager. Glenn. That, yeah. Glenn. Glenn. Okay. That's so the manager that passed away. Because mm-hmm. um, Herbie was the owner. Herbie was the owner. He's not haunting the place. We, well, Are you, that, we're, we're not sure because a lot of girls feel that they've been touched and Herbie was a boob man, big time. Was he? So yeah, oh, yeah. You were yeah, saying oh, yeah. people get pinched. Yeah, or you get your hair tugged on, or yeah, or they'll they'll feel somebody touch their butt, and there's nobody there. I could see him haunting this place. You have a it memorial. It was his happy page. Yeah, you yeah. have a memorial. You got an entire wall. <laughs> Absolutely, and his and his pictures. And uh, Herbie was the innovator for this. He would come up with an idea and and have it in here the next week. And just so the listeners know, Herbie was the postmaster. In this little town, In yes. this little town in Spring Grove. Right. And they have part of the post office still attached in this building. Right, the old... The old um, P.O. boxes. Yep, the old P.O. boxes where people could come in and get stuff. And what's so. cool about the P.O. boxes is I went behind them, and mm-hmm. it's, it's such good quality back then. What mm-hmm. year was that? Because they actually had brass engraved plates oh, that I, were tacked to each that, box. It, that's pretty old. That's it, pretty it was old. very old because this has been so many businesses since, since then. He had a flea market in here and some. he used to race horses and all How kinds of stuff. How old is this town? When was the it? mill was, is over 200 years old. 200 the years mill old. is the mill. over yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so the there's um, when we started researching this place, mm-hmm. we didn't know that there was a haunted attraction here. Yes, uh, we only knew about the corral. So of course, I Google <laughs> Map and I'm trying to look for a satellite. And I, I, I you know, they only have a street level view. They don't have yes. a satellite view. Apparently, it did, no need to go over this little town. No. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm like, holy cow! Mm-hmm. And I texted you. I said. Your club is right on Main Street because the way Google made, <laughs> made it, it look, yeah, it looked like you were like really in a in a big town, town, but yeah, in no. like right on the Main Street. And I had to call <laughs> D and I said, "How do you get away with that in small no. town America?" Because they own half the town. Because <laughs> they own half the town, we find out. Yeah, there's not much here. So they have what? What is it? Kim's Crypt. Yes. 
And they do an attraction starting in spring. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way through. Well, no, 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 they, no. They, they do a camp out. They do a camp out. Okay, so, so if anyone is interested, they do a camp out. It's 13 hours, right? Mm-hmm. And they, it's like a scavenger hunt. You, you win points for completing each task. They, they create teams, and it's usually a big rivalry between the teams. And mm-hmm. uh, um, there's something going on constantly for 13 hours. If you fall asleep in your tent, somebody's going to take you out of that tent. I was going to say, they can actually physically... Touch for, you for the camp out, yes. And you they sign can your hold waivers. you hostage, mm-hmm. and they could scare the hell out of you. And it, there's safe spaces, right? Oh yes. So if you get too scared, you can go yep. to a safe space, and no one can touch you at Correct. that point. Correct. And I mean, so when you're putting a team, is it with people you know, or you just get no? Put- they wait, they assign teams when you get in here. I mean, it, you're not going to break up. A husband and wife, or you know, friends that came together. There's, it's big teams. They, okay. they break it down into two. So whoever you came with will still be on your team, unless you don't want them on there. Now, <laughs> okay, so, so this cool. place is sixty-two and a half acres. Do they utilize all sixty-two acres, or is it confined to just like this parking oh, lot? And... No, it's a lot of space because you're you're only seen one side across the road is their other half there's See, i have i only took a picture of the cool looking building across the street um and there's a whole huge trail behind that she, oh has, the haunted, she has a haunted trail back there oh wow yeah I, it's it's crazy now, see, I don't, I don't think I could do. Bunny it. couldn't do I, it. There, thirteen hours of that. No, Mm-mm. I mean, you're sound asleep because you get, you could tent it. And now the store, they, they provide the tents. Actually. I was going to say they provide everything. Because uh, I thought we saw somewhere where you can, the tents are provided yep. and everything, and the, I wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that someone can come in my tent. At I would any plan. Time. I would plan on not sleeping. Why? 13 hours is 13 no hours? They, Why? Some people hit a wall. Though. A lot of people are traveling. She had people come from England and Australia. I mean, all over the United States. People flew in for this because it was just something different. Right. How, how many people would you guess? I mean, not, not specific she numbers. Limits just... oh, she, you, yeah, oh, yeah, she, she limits it because... Oh, yeah, you have to. She limits it because they're providing the food and, and the sleeping arrangements. And the terror. They have to have enough act, you know, their actors to do this and everything. Um, so... You have to call in for your reservation, and it's not like you walk up. You have to do it ahead of time. Now, that's at kimscrypt.com. That's K-I-M-S-K-R-Y-P-T.com. So check out kimscrypt.com, and definitely you want to RSVP early for that one. We're actually going to call some friends we think they would really. They're Halloween fanatics. When, oh. when they dress up for Halloween, it looks like the real deal. Yes. Yeah, and we have other friends in Dallas too that are like that too. Right. So mm-hmm. we're definitely going to put we're going to put this on our webpage. So it's just yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Oh my god, people would love to come to this. The, the campout is mm-hmm. just crazy. Now, just so people know, this location is 10 minutes from the Harley plant in York, mm-hmm. and it's 20 minutes from Gettysburg. So not only can you come to the haunting, you can go sightseeing. Yeah. Right, and, the, and even then, too, like you're, you're sightseeing, but even if you come in here for the weekend and stuff, there's local hotels that are like, what, 10 minutes away? Yes, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right in Hanover. Yep, and right. that goes for both the club and the camp out, and, and in... October, the end of September, for the actual haunted house. You know, um, speaking of Hanover, uh, we we had a we had issues driving down here, mm-hmm. and 
our four-wheel drive unit was trying to engage when we're doing 80 miles an hour with the fifth wheel on our truck. <laughs> so we, we finally just said, screw it. It's under warranty. We're driving it in. And we'll get as far as we can, and we'll have to tow it. So we come in here, and Dee and her husband said, well, we'll go over to the Dodge dealership with you. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I don't want to, I, I don't want to impose. Because I, you guys are do, already bending over backwards with us being here. We, we appreciate it. And they were like, no, 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 we'll, we'll go with you. And that way, if there's any issues. And then they say that he worked at the Dodge dealership. Well, my husband used to work at one of the other dealerships that was related to the Dodge dealership. Right. Yeah. So Bunny had called, and she talked to the service manager. And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'll get, get to your car today, but we will try our best to get to it. But don't count on it. So we said, okay, well, we'll live with it and everything. Well, we didn't know it, but... Your husband's in there. I don't. I don't want to know if we want yeah. to say name or anything. But he's in there talking to the general manager. Right. Next thing you know, as we're walking out, our truck's zipping into the bay, and the guy's coming out, going, "Hey, I have a rental car for you." And then, what? Four hours later, they call us and say everything's fixed. Come get your truck. Yeah. When we weren't even expecting it for at least a week. Right. It's. It was absolutely. You know, where you say it's not what you know; it's who you know. It's exactly who you know at this <laughs> yeah. point. And boy, were we grateful. We were grateful. And we've been telling everyone that story. I honestly don't think that we would have gotten our truck back until at least tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday. At least. And we didn't even know if we'd have a rental car or anything. So we, we, were, pretty, we were pretty nervous. Especially because the part, they didn't even have it. And they had to go to another dealership and get it. Right. Yeah, they, they sent them about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour north of them wow. to go get the they had a parts runner head up. Mm-hmm. Well, because our Dodge dealership at home, they would have just said, we got to wait for the parts to come in. Yep. Gonna- they would not have sent nobody. Not two-hour round trip to, to go get <laughs> <No>. anything. <laughs> it's good to know people. See? <laughs> I, I hear the bumping. <laughs> if you hear bumping, that's D. <laughs> unless oh, it's, I, I unless it's, unless it's bunny, bunny kicking the table. Someone's kicking a table. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I just tell people that because I don't edit it out. I don't oh, know how to okay. edit out bumps. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it could be you Tom. Could it was he's got to blame somebody it else. Could, it could be the ghost. You could it could be Glenn. the ghost. Yeah, he could be over there talking. Right. I thought about putting my recorder in here, just hiding it behind the bar or something. But it's pretty noisy behind the bar with the oh, ice yeah. machine. Now, I, you know, let me ask you a question because, ooh, knocking over the table. When we were at Freedom Makers, that place has got to few little haunts we had five ghosts yeah we had five and people would just walk in the door some people walk in they don't feel nothing they don't have no sensations they don't have nothing other people walk walk in they're like whoa yeah (laughs) you have some activity going on like how do you know they're like oh i know it feels like they're sensitive very sensitive thick air and and i think and i know that's why we have lived in so many different places that we know are haunted right. because Tom is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I, I and sleepwalk. I mean, I mean most oh, people. Do. Yes, we, we figured it out. I when if me and Bunny moved all over the place. Uh, I I just don't like being in the same place very long, and so we were quickly realized that when the place when I didn't we didn't feel nothing, see nothing, hear nothing, yeah, nothing. I would sleep through the night. But when we go to a place where we would feel something, right. I would sleepwalk. You're up searching. Mm-hmm. And I, he's talking. 
when I grew up, the house that I grew up in, my mom said I would sleepwalk. Almost every single night, I'd go turn on every single light in the house. Wow. I'd put my pillow in the stove or the oven, and I'd go fall asleep on the couch. And when I moved out of that house, met Bunny, never even told Bunny that story. When we moved back to that house before my parents retired, mm-hmm. not only did I sleepwalk, our son, oh, we wow. did the same thing. And found, she found us on the couch on top of each other <laughs> sleeping. Oh, my goodness. Really? It, it, so, it's, how, yeah. how strange is that? When he didn't even know about it. And here we are sleepwalking, turning on lights, putting our... Didn't we put our pillow in the refrigerator one yeah. time? Mm-hmm. I found wow. pillows out back. It's just weird. So you're the cleanup crew going to find out what oh, you've yeah. done the night before. Yeah, I would always have to get up and follow him, turn off all the lights, take get his pillow. And then sometimes I would know that he had been sleepwalking because he would come back into bed and all of a sudden, boom, boom, there I goes my pillow, pillow. up underneath <laughs> my head. So I'd have to go find his pillow. You are so nice. I would do like Henri things, like put plaster wrap across the doorways or something, you know. We, um, we're on a carnival cruise ship. You know how old people go on carnival yes. or just cruises? Yes. You know they die on the ships. Yes, we talked yes. to a cruise director and he said basically they have to put the body in the um, they have freezer. They, they have, have a special, a special freezer, freezer. Yes. Mm-hmm. just for the bodies. And yeah, I was sleepwalking on a carnival ship. I caught him in the hallway in his underwear. I was knocking, knocking on, on the doors, people's doors trying bunny, to get in. Bunny. <laughs> oh, great. But we have, we have a friend that is a medium, and she said, oh, he sleep talks? Well, when he starts talking, you need to ask him questions. Mm-hmm. So She never asked me questions because I always ask her. She'll go, oh, you're sleep talking. All right. Did you ask questions? No, I forgot. <laughs> I, I should have. Oh, I wish I would. See, if we had talked about it this ahead of time. One of our members, she also does readings, and she will actually go and cleanse places because it, it's actually her job. Yes. And But she'll talk about different things. She'll, she'll do your cards and she'll do readings on you and can tell you things like this. That's nice. About why and how. Mm-hmm. She's one of my vendors sometimes. She'll come in and do card readings. See, I, we, we talked about cleansing our house. I don't know if I want to cleanse it because... It's actually kind of neat seeing some stuff. We well, haven't with, had her cleanse here. Well, with yeah. Andrew, we don't want to lose. Yeah. The, we don't want to lose Glenn. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's the same thing with Andrew. Um, he doesn't do anything to bother us. He doesn't do anything to harm us. So right. it's it's fine with us. No, I, I don't want to. We cleanse acknowledge. It I'm, I'm waiting for something to happen. I just think that's the. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I think it's the neatest thing. Right. Um, when. We're, I was talking to your husband, and he saw Glenn, full apparition. Oh, yeah. And he looked at him, Glenn looked back, and then Glenn walked away. Right. And my question was, okay, if you're in the afterlife and you see somebody, wouldn't you want to like, talk Engage. to them? But why did Glenn walk away? And we, we, he had no answer for that, other than he just made a self-presence known, and he was happy. Uh, and walked away. I, I kept saying that Glenn would make his rounds. And you see how many hallways we have. Yes. I think Glenn was just on his rounds. Because I was in the other room 
And when my husband came running, he was white as a ghost. And <laughs> there was, was smoke right there coming off his sneakers, you know. <laughs> so I, <laughs> He didn't tell me that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well you know, um, when we first moved into the house, um, Andrew had presented himself to me. Yes, in a dream. And, and I did not know it at the time. Oh, yeah. She I, was um, a dream. I woke up. I, had, I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, it was every symptom that anybody would tell you about a heart attack. It felt like a, a car was on top of my chest. I couldn't breathe. I was sweating. It was it was the most terrifying terrifying feeling that yeah, I ever had. Yeah, she wanted me to take her to the hospital. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I woke him up. I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, and he's like, well, what happened? I'm like, I was dreaming that this guy was out in the front yard, and he was, and he just kept staring at the house, and then and and I thought that. I was she thought it was real. She thought oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, there was really a guy out there. Right. And uh, he's like, you're just having an anxiety attack. So we, he got me up. I'm he got thinking me... it's a two-hour drive to the nearest <laughs> hospital. <laughs> he got me my anxiety pills, and I went back to sleep and didn't forgot about it. Didn't right. even think anything of it until we ran into the local cop. She didn't describe him to me at all. She just said there was a guy staring. Yeah, right. and he was the actual responding officer when andrew had passed in the house and the his girlfriend thought that he she told us that he'd passed away in the ambulance i think she just told us that to make us feel comfortable buying the house right Right. you know i actually uh sent her a message on her facebook and said i think you left something (laughs) she never responded i said if you want to know what you left call me she never called but i would have said yeah I would have paid more had I known there was a ghost here. Right. <laughs> but when um, I was talking to the responding officer, he's, and I, in verbatim, we explained they were both Andrew. Describing this oh. guy from his hair to his goatee to the to style what he, of clothes. To what he would wear, even his shoes. That I think he was scared. Yeah, the, the, the police officer? Yeah, yeah, I think he was scared. Uh, he, he he wanted no part of that. So I think that he came to me in my sleep he, to let me know us, he was there and that he died of a heart attack. Right. He told us, he goes, yeah, he goes, there's a church. You could throw a rock any direction. You're going to hit a church at our house. Mm-hmm. We're in the Bible Belt. Oh, up here too. Mm-hmm. And he told us, he goes, well, you need to go to the church and they'll exercise your house. I mean, he was really He was, yeah. Very he was serious. not, yeah. And I don't I think like, he'd come no, in our no, house. No. I want to see if I can experience more of this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the only second club that I know of that's haunted so far. Mm-hmm. If you, I'm sure there's others yeah, out if there. You, if you are running a club, a swing club, mm-hmm. or you go to a swing club and you know it's haunted, I want you to email us because I want to hear about it. I, I really do because I want to talk about it. No, no, no. You know what? There is. There is another one. Where? DFW. DFW Sonnet? Mm-hmm. Especially their new fetish club. How, okay. How do you know? I don't know. You, when we were doing the video in the fetish club, you asked, you straight out asked, Chris, is this place haunted? Did I? Uh, I'll have to rewatch Because you the were video. watching, you seen shadows, and Chris is like, yeah, it used to be a strip club, and there was a couple oh, people. Oh, there are a couple people murdered in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he was telling us the story about the murders Mm -hmm. and like fights and they pull out guns. It's Texas. Yeah. Everybody's Everybody's got a gun. gun. And it was not a very legitimate strip club at the time. No, this thing is 
Bunny feels a little uncomfortable because we park our RV behind it, uh, and we're, you're you're pretty isolated. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you exactly know where you're going, you wouldn't even know this existed, except for the big giant players DFW sign <laughs> at the street that's all lit up. <laughs> but no, I think that I think that I'm sure that there's a lot more out there because a lot of the buildings that people have their lifestyle clubs in are older. Right, but I yeah. want them to email us because mm-hmm. I, I would love to talk to them. And I, because I think people, people used to come to our club when we ran Freedom Makers because they heard it was haunted. They yeah. wanted to experience it. We had a hallway. And if you walked through the hallway between our club and the bathrooms, it was at least 10 to 15 degrees colder in that hallway than any other part of the club. Now people would say, well, it's because the outside temperature. Right. The problem is the hallway was between the two bathrooms on the interior yeah. of the club. So, there was, far. Yeah. so it should have been hot. It should have been hotter because there's no, no ventilation. ventilation. And it, you would literally go back there and freeze walking through the mm-hmm. hall. Once you got to the other side, you were okay. We couldn't explain somebody it. has their spot. Mm-hmm. I used to be bartending spot. and all of a sudden you'd feel somebody run behind the bar. Run, run right behind me. We, we were sleeping there one time and we were in the play area because we didn't have the private stay rooms. And our friends were staying. Oh my God, don't do that. <laughs> Bunny just waved and I thought she was waving at a ghost. <laughs> just my husband creeping around. It's okay. So we were staying and we had all the lights off. It was dark back there and you could see shadows. Right. And I got up and I turned on just a little red light so that way at least we had some lights. And it was messing with your sheets, right? It was pulling. It was messing with my sheets and it was stepping. She thought I was pulling her mm-hmm. blankets sheets. off. And she woke me up. She was mad. She goes, stop pulling my sheets off me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I got my own sheets. I wasn't even touching her sheets. And our friends, they were pulling the sheets straight down. Oh. Not to the side, right. but like from, from their feet, toes, yeah. like going towards their toes. And they're both sleeping. That, there's no way that would happen. Yeah. We, um, we had three children yeah. that, were, that occupied there. Right, because it was a schoolhouse in 1906. At one point, oh. and um, in the early 40s, there was a mudslide, and three children were, were uh, they drowned in, in the mud. In oh, the okay. mud. Yeah. And they say that they always go back to their... Happiest Happy, place. Yeah. So it used to be a schoolhouse. So they, we had just assumed that they came back to the schoolhouse. You could hear them giggling outside in mm-hmm. the playground, and we we had a guy that would work that worked for us. He actually kind of went a little crazy because there was an apartment that he would stay in, and what did he say? At four in the morning, he would hear knocks on the door, and he'd get up and open the door, and no one would be there. We would stay in that apartment, and about four in the morning, you would hear someone knock, but there was an outer door. A hallway and a door to the apartment. So you would someone would have to get through the outer door, which had that old style key. And no um, one was coming through that door. No one was coming through that door. It was the old schoolhouse door. I might have gone a little crazy too if every day, you know, every night at four o'clock, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But he was there by himself when we weren't open five nights a week. We were only open Friday and Saturday, so he was isolated. I am never in this. I, hold on. I am occasionally in this building by myself, never at night, and I run because I've got to lock so many things. Um, I run out of here. There was times um, at Freedom Makers 
when I would just feel that they followed me to my car. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, no, no, you have to stay here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you can't go home tonight. Now, you have to stay here. When you're in here, do you in your mirrors, do you see things... Like out of the peripheral of your eye, not staring directly, but you'll Correct. you'll be We've had not that looking quite direct, frequently. and all of a sudden you just see something. So you look over and you're looking at the mirror, so you realize something moved something to catch your attention. Oh yeah, and that's what I would always experience is in the mirrors. Yeah, and we have so many in here, so or, many, yeah, or the windows that you see yeah. the reflection on. Right, and mm-hmm. we've had that a lot. Yeah. And I I see that that's the, most of the time I see stuff is peripheral through mirrors and stuff like that i don't really i've never really seen one dead on that would be cool only the smoke i've seen dead on Mm -hmm. or the fog or haze or whatever you'd call it some people will call it some photon energy you used to see you used to see darsha peeking around at you oh yeah yeah i would see from the hallway i'd see someone peek around the corner and you've seen people peek at you Mm -hmm. bunny will not sleep with the closet doors open nope don't sleep with the closet doors open no. at all. No, and sometimes what's in the closet? The boogeyman, the creepy man's come out from. <laughs> and then it's funny because we'll be watching TV shows and they're like, "Yeah, it's in the closet." Yeah, like, I told you, like, it's in the closet. <laughs> like, you knew the whole time, yeah. like Ghost Adventures. Yeah, we watch all those shows. And oh, I do like, too. Yeah, I hear knocks coming from the closet. And I'm thinking, oh my god, it's gonna freak Bunny out even more on the stupid closet thing. But I'll get up at night. And I'll open the closet and I'll go back to bed. Just this, and you're mean. She will wake up just to close the closet door. <laughs> I don't know how she gets woken up by it, but I, I'll do it just she to can see. Feel it. She can feel the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. We have a friend that, that that's a retired police officer, and he's like, "Oh no, I always close my closet door too." And I said, why do you close your closet door? And he said, it's point of entry. And I started laughing. I said, it's a closet. It's not a point of entry when you're talking police officer standards. Right. <laughs> no In <one>. his head, <laughs> it is. It's a door. But mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm telling you, if Kim did just one on closet doors, a room with just nothing but closet doors, I think that would freak a lot of people out. Yeah, especially if you didn't know what one had the clown behind it. <laughs> Oh, God. And you had to open one before you could go through the before next. Before you could get through, yeah. That would be I'll a good part of a maze. That, yeah. Think yeah. about six doors and five out of six, you're, you can walk through to the next part <laughs> right. of the maze. The one. The wrong one. The yeah. wrong one. Or make five of them the wrong one. Only one <laughs> you gets you through. you got to open the right one. Yeah. She's have, evil. She would want five being the wrong one. I, I was going to say, then you got to have five actors. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would pee my pants. I am literally would pee my pants. I, I, I do the dance every time one of them comes out. Oh, yeah. I stand in place and my feet just keep going. I have to. I literally have to take anxiety pills before I go to a haunted house. She does. Mm-hmm. We both. We're, 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 we're bad. We're, we can't do haunted houses too much. No. I mean, we could do Not Scary Farm because we know they can't touch you. Right. Mm-hmm. But here they could touch you. I don't think we do well. <laughs> Well, just for the camp out, for the, the regular haunt. Right. When they do that for the seven weeks in, in the fall. We'd be hyperventilating. I think we'd cower down and just cry for 13, well, 12 and a half hours. <laughs> we'd be in the safe tent. <laughs> We're in the safe zone. Listen to them screaming. So now last night we were here. I'm going to jump back. Okay, and back to that part. We had the DILF con- you had the DILF contest. Yes. And we, had, we used to have, uh, we used to call it Mr. Freedom Acres. Are the male yeah, Mr. F.A. Mr. F.A. Mm-hmm. And 
it was like 20 years ago, it was a really good contest. And then as it got 20 years later, it kind of played itself out to where we would, we wouldn't even get guys signing up. It, it was just like pulling teeth. And we offered three months free entry. For the winner. Wow. And, and you couldn't we get did people have, to do it. We well, did we have start, a good run for a couple of years. We did. We had a couple good, really good contestants. Yeah, but then they, it, it's a swing club. Then they went from being sexy, like um, playgirl type yeah. uh-huh. dancing, to like costume dancing, where they would just wear a costume and that's what they would wear. And they wouldn't do anything other than go up there and dance around a pole for a minute and then just hope that they won three months free. Uh, so man. the owner of the club and me got together and we said, no more, we're done. Right. So when you were going to have the dope contest, we hadn't done it in probably over 10 years. Right. So we were kind of excited because Bunny was like, yes. <laughs> and how many guys did you have? I only allow 10 because you see how long it lasted. Yeah, it yes. lasted a, a long time. Well, but they had to do a pole dance and they had to do lap dance, but I only allow 10 because otherwise we would be here for a week. See, I thought you were going to do the pole dance last night and then like a month later you do the lap dance. I didn't realize it you, was all in one night. You killed the, the excitement. The, the DILF is, you know, a one and done because it, it's getting these guys out of their shell. and They were all out of their shell. Um, you don't understand. I have a chat with the guys for a couple weeks before, and actually they're still chatting now. Um, you get a lot of the guys that have been convinced to do it, and this is way out of their comfort zone. Right. Way, way far out of the comfort zone. And But they encourage each other in the chat, and they really motivate each other, and they're usually their spouses don't... or whomever, they don't know what they're doing. Cause they this have is the gonna be a pants well, and everything. They... And they, they made all that stuff. They, they, they made spent it. time on it. Yes, yes. They, they, I they, absolutely they, love the winner. He bought his way through. He didn't buy his way. <laughs> he is just way charming, okay? He, he handed all of the women flowers. Bro, yeah. The judges, yes. That was yes. awesome for the judges. Twice. Yes. Twice. Because yes. we had two sets of two judges. Sets. And he had mm-hmm. enough flowers to give awesome. to each one. And, you know, it just, I love it because they just, they think so outside of the box. Oh, Even yeah, though they say it's not their comfort zone, they still manage to. And to I like how you pick the, the judges because we ours was by audience applause, and of That's course, hard. the more popular the person, yeah. or the more well known, or is it some people would say the people in the clicks or whatever. Right. And they're, they're, uh, people, just so you know, there is no such thing as a click. A right. click is just a bunch of friends that kind of forget new people are out there. Right. And if you walk up, they're not going to kick you to the curb. Right. They're going to invite you into their circle and now you're part of the clique so just walk up to these people yes, and introduce yourself please. and sometimes you got to be the and I you, you got to be the aggressor yes right? mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what if you can come out of your comfort shell and go talk to these table of people right. you are going to have so much more fun because not only are they going to introduce you around the table, everyone who walks by, they're going to introduce you to. Right. So I just wanted to throw that out there yes. because that's our number one complaint we always hear is clicks at clubs. Yeah, I, I hear that. And we tell everybody, I had, a week ago, somebody came out and said, oh, you know, everybody seems to know everybody. I said, the couple, Well, they come I said, here all the time. I, well, no, <laughs> this was, I said, if you walk over, they have a red tag on. Red tag means you're new. So they just met those people tonight. They're right. just getting to know each other. They'll get to know you too. Mm-hmm. And, and so one couple came up to us. Um, it was the couple we both have been talking to. Mm-hmm. And they showed me the red tag and they're kind of uneasy. And yes. I said, hey, here's, the co- here's two ways to look at it. If you have the red tag on, everyone's going to know you're new. So you're kind of like fresh meat. <laughs> 
I said, other ways, if you're not comfortable, you don't have to do anything you don't want right. to do. And they put the red tags in their pocket. Right. But they only talked to one or two couples all night because they were so in their shell. Right. I think if they would have had the red tag on, I think more of your regulars would have been more outgoing to go yes. to them because they would have spotted them by yes. themselves. Right. So, but I, I like how you picked your judges. It's a lottery, yeah. It's a lottery. So everyone got a ticket, all the girls, when, when they, they came, came in. The yep. And then they had Bunny pick the first set of judges. Right. And... But you had to do it topless. And I had to do it topless. You're up there pulling tickets. Yes. I had to do a topless. Yeah, you got to do a topless. I I think a lot of people like that. And you know what? I laughed at Jen when she said, or Julie, your cruise director, when she said, these women hold these tickets closer than they would a million dollar lottery yes. ticket you they heard them screaming excited. and yelling <laughs> and and when it wasn't their number i was like oh, oh my wow. god they're so mad one girl came running up and he goes it's not your number <laughs> <laughs> so um and i always thought it would be good at, now at our club, right. I was, we always thought maybe we should pick the new couples. Problem is, those new couples were invited by somebody yeah. most of the time. So oh, they're yeah. going to pick their friends first. So I like the way you did it because it was such a random draw. Yeah. Well, and, and she did seven for the first round. Seven for the first round. So we had Tanya go up, um, our Miss yeah. No Swimsuit winner from 2014. So she went up there and she got topless and picked the second set of yep. people. And Tanya was... So giddy, and I, she was like, "Everyone's blocking me." I'm like, "Go sit on the stage yeah. next to the DJ booth." Uh, she she was having a lot of fun. It is. It's. It's. And that's it. Just come in and have a good time. They're definitely coming back. It was okay. a five hour drive. They're coming back. They'll be coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we yeah. have people that come down. I have on a quarterly basis. A couple comes. They come eight hours. They're in Canada, and they down there every three months. Wow. Yeah. And see people. People, a lot of people don't understand that. They think, oh, I just have to go to the club that's local. No, you don't understand how far people drive. Oh, yeah. Well, some people want to drive that far because they don't want to run into their neighbors and stuff. Me and Bunny, when we first got in the lifestyle, we lived in Iowa. Iowa's a very small state. Yeah. So there, we didn't want to start any activities in our own backyard. Right. So we went to Indiana for, to meet people. That's a, okay. We had to fly there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were scared. We didn't yeah. We didn't know. And then we ended up running a club. So yeah. It, yeah. Faith had it. But we've jumped in the truck a couple times and drove to... Lafayette. We've, we've drove to Lafayette. We drove to Texas a couple, Texas. one time before, too. This is for a weekend. Right. Um, yeah, my birth, this was Bunny's birthday weekend. Yes. So on my birthday, we were sitting in our little town and... I was kind of depressed, and Bunny goes, what's wrong? I'm like, we're in this little town that rolls up at 9 o'clock. She goes, well, do you want to go to EC Oasis? And I'm like, let me make a call. And I pick up the phone, I call the owner over there, and I'm like, hey, uh, do you have one of your private stay rooms over there? And he goes, I do now. (laughs) So we jumped in our car and drove the five hours to to that club. So, yes, swingers will travel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of the lifestyle. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because, yes. and like you said, there's a place for everybody. Right. There is. Now, on the, um, we did the video last night, and I will say the coolest thing I've seen in any club by far is an actual jail cell. 
<laughs> I I mean, people try to mimic it. Yeah, no, that's with real. little like wood yeah. or no, yeah. no. I mean, this thing came out of a prison. Well, and he the, got it at one of the auctions. He he loved auctions, so that's that way, pretty badass. And yeah. I didn't realize um, that the other room was a stable. Yeah, yes. the equestrian room. Yeah, yeah, the equestrian room. I did not realize that on Friday. They you had to point. No, that? they had to point it out to me last night on Saturday. Wow. I was like, oh my god, now I get it. Duh. You're, and by the way, your staff is a, probably one of the best staff I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. care about you. They really, truly care about you and the club. They, they really, really do. All, all the staff are also members. So they really take ownership of what they're doing and what's happening here. Well, you could tell because when the staff has... Anything negative to say, you can you can tell real fast yeah. where they they have nothing but compliments about you and your husband, the club. They talked about before when it was the farm to today and oh, yeah. how much more happier they are today because of all the changes you personally made to this. And you're showing us, and I'm looking at this club going, you got years to keep going. You got oh, yeah. a blank canvas. Oh, yeah. Wait, but... We, we've got a plan. Every, you know, but all the, these rooms that aren't done, they're going to be done. But the nice thing is, is it gives something, someone, someone something to look forward to the next oh, time yeah. they come. Because yeah. if something's always changes, because you mm-hmm. did a 50-50 on one of the rooms that you're going to do. Yes. And the, believe it or not, our Miss No Swimsuit winner, her husband bought $20 in tickets, and he told him, he goes, if I win, just give me back my 20 and donate the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. And I think he even donated 20. I don't even know. I, yeah. I didn't even ask him. But it, that was pretty cool. It, it is. And, and like the princess room, they, they did 50-50s. They, um, they made T-shirts, the Corral Kitten T-shirts. Um, <laughs> is that where those so, ones came from? Yeah, because <laughs> that room... It was expensive to do. Oh, yeah. It was very well, you could tell it was very expensive. cool, though. Yeah. That's probably uh, one of the coolest. Bunny loves that room. She just keeps talking about She likes the floor. Oh, yeah. The floor mm-hmm. is amazing. I know? mean, it's all... What, what, what? I mean, it's... I didn't actually... I know it's like articles or... No, it's... it's magazines Fairy tale or, books. Oh, yeah. it's fairy tale mm-hmm. books. Yes. It's so the princess, princess room. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't get down and actually read the... Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, as a matter of fact, our granddaughters have some of those books, and they just take yeah. took all the pages out of them. So this entire floor is just literally laid out, and then they put epoxy. Well, we had to glue down each of those pages first. First, and then yes. you put the, red, the epoxy, epoxy over the top of it. And, the, they, and she had to come in three times to build it up, yeah. And that's cool. And their bar. I've never seen a, a bar like no, it. No, that ever. bar was so cool. They took CDs and did, you broke them oh, all? Oh, yes. We broke them all. Yes. Okay, so they probably took a couple hundred CDs. Lots and lots. And yes. broke them all up into small pieces and chunks yeah. and laid them all over in this. It was a tile bar before, right? Yes. And they laid them all out and then they filled it with a, an epoxy. Yeah. And when the lights hit it, it looks like laser light yeah, shows. Yeah, it's very cool. The, the lights were just bouncing off of it. It, it, was, it was really cool. So I hope the camera picked it up. Yeah. It used to be this old brown tile, and we wanted something bright. And one of my smarter-than-me people came up and said, Look, I found this on the computer. Let's do this. 
Yeah, because sure. you see people do it like with pennies and yes. stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you right. wanted something bright to catch the light. Yes. Uh, we've seen people out. do it with old shell casings from oh, bullets yep. and fill a table, put ammo boxes yeah. or stuff, and then resin over the top of it. But I'm not artistic. I wish I was. Uh, Bob and Tess, they own Nadia Nolens. Mm-hmm. They're probably two of the most artistic people I know. She made a dress out of bubble wrap. <laughs> right. Yes. And it looked really cool and because they live in new orleans right in the first quarter she makes all these cool things out of beads oh by hand she sits there and wraps them into different items and i'm just looking at her just how do you do this how do where do you you come up with this but they went to school for art right yes yes Mm -hmm. so they have it in their blood yeah so but that that's really i i love art i just don't have an artistic bone in my body that's like our daughter asked me do you, can you paint something other than beige and white? No. 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 We're, we're, no. we're not creative. Oh, like no. Everyone has all these cool podcast names, and ours is just Tom and Bunny. Because we're not artistic <laughs> enough to come up with some cool name. I, I may not ha- be artistic, but I have these wonderful people that surround me that come up with these great Well, ideas. they're very artistic. They, they are. Fabulous. Fabulous. And I think the... How many more rooms do you have the... Playrooms that are blank. How many of those do you have? One, two, well, the SOS one. room is the SOS. SOS room mm-hmm. is done that. That one's pretty cool done. because I didn't know it had all this black light paint in there. Oh yeah. And when your lights are on, it just looks blank. And then when you turn off the lights, turn on the black lights, and Bunny loves the candle off. The candelabras, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I saw underneath the bed, there's all this black light keys. Oh, there's yeah. keys everywhere in this room because that's their logo. Did mm-hmm. you look at the ceiling? All, yeah, all oh. the ceiling too. Yep. Well, I like yep. the, I like the, the chandelier in the princess room. Yeah. Yeah, he liked the chandelier in the princess room. I also actually noticed last night in the um, the camping room. Yes. They actually have stars on the ceiling. Um, yeah, the girl that did that, there I forget, she told me it was like 1,500 stars. It literally 1,500? Did you see how tiny those and she, are? Yeah, and she and painted she them. One, no, these, these are push oh, ones. Oh, those oh, are the push so ones? So she had to move oh, that ladder, and yeah, it took a long time. Wow. I mean, yeah. see, this, these are the stories that... Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, a lot of people, they think anyone can run a club. A lot of people sure. have that mindset. How many yes, people have you seen... And we used to see it at our club all the time. They would be counting heads. And in there, you can almost hear the calculator turning mm-hmm. of, oh, they got 200 couples in here, and I paid $80 to get in or $90 to get in. So that means they made this much money. But they don't realize how much time, effort, energy, labor, devotion yes. goes into. It's a, it's a seven-day-a-week thing. It's mm-hmm. not. It, it has to be a passion. I mean, it. You know, if it were a job, it wouldn't be miserable. And that's why a lot of clubs pop up and go down because mm-hmm. they and don't And they have, don't realize, yeah. Yeah, once they realize, I actually have to work and earn this. Well, yeah, and like you said, even even after the bills are paid, there's still upkeep you have to do or things that you want to change. We actually went to a club in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. They are all art people and oh designers. My God. They literally change. That was a cool club. They change that club every six months, did they say? Yes, because they ne- they're just so artistic. Their brains are bulging with new ideas. Right. So they wipe the canvas clean every six months and redo. They had some of the cool, they got mannequins and everything part of the club. And it right. all looks like what you'd see in a movie when uh, you walk in like all uh, like 
um, like a fashion mm-hmm. type show movie. And but but the one thing that they that it was not nearly as big as the corral. <laughs> No, no, it was uh, tiny. It was tiny. It was I literally. Can't do that there's no way you could throw no a rock way. from their their door to Fisherman's Wharf. So uh, you know, all, all, it's a very area. expensive area. Mm-hmm. So you got little closets, and that's what it was. It was it, it, there where it was located, and it wasn't by design. They were over a sex shop <laughs> that sold yeah. uh, condoms, toys, lubes, yeah. and toys. So what an ideal place! Oh, yeah. To have a swing club. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, the sex shop closed when the club was open. Wow, they're a marketing person. Yeah. They didn't yeah. Yeah, it think was, about that. Right, because they didn't even open until 10 o'clock at night. Oh. But now they're a little more hardcore. People go in. They have a dance floor that's not used. People go on the dance floor from 10 to 10.30, and then all of a sudden you turn around, no one's there. You go in the playroom, and there's hundreds of people playing in the playroom. Yeah. Yeah. It's that fast there. Right. Uh, so every club is so different. Oh yeah, me and Buddy like social. We like, we the, like social. the social first mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. get to know people and yeah, you gotta have a connection. Gotta mm-hmm. have a connection. Yeah. There, there. You didn't have to have a connection. You just have to have a penis or a vagina. Hit it and quit it. Yep, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. now, um, you, now you're open at seven at night. Right. Most clubs don't even open until nine at night. Freedom Makers, we opened at eight. eight. And that was pretty and that early. Was early. Yeah. And. But you had a lot of people coming in. You had a line out the door. Yes. And that wasn't one of our bigger parties. That was kind of our medium party. Right, because it's yeah. DILF, um, male. Um, you're going to get a lot of guys apprehensive about going to that. But now when you do your Miss No Swimsuit contest here. Those are blowouts. Yes, yes because now you got naked women all over the place. And <laughs> now, if the men were smart, they would have been here. Because the, the DILF contestants got the women all fired up. And somebody was reaping the rewards. All right, so you hear that, guys? You and let me that? tell you. So don't avoid those events. I, right. Yeah, I know because about... they, they think if they're going to go that it makes them gay or bi or something. No. Bring your wife to that event because everybody was watching that event. Yes. Everybody's yelling, screaming. And I'm yelling. sure there was a lot of women today that did not have a voice. I, I am barely getting mine back because when I got up this morning, it was ugly. We, we, we stopped the whole Tom's Trips table. We went and sat on the couch and watched the whole thing. And when the underwear flew up into the raft or in the, yeah, the, the lighting yes. area, I would have left them. I, I, at my club, I would have left them. And I said, sorry, dude, I don't have any stick to bring them down. He's now he, part of the decor. Yep. No, but he said his wife had just gotten them for him that day. And he didn't want to upset her because she wasn't with him. She was away. Oh. So, I mean, he knew if she knew he was here, he, she was all excited for him. He's right. Like, but he's like, she would probably be upset that I left the brain. I would have said, up in man, you got a forever part of <laughs> yeah. the corral now. You're history in the making. He couldn't, he couldn't have done that one if he tried. No. no. There's no way. That, and then, you had, of course, you had the fireman. Yeah. And so he's that was one, him. That was him. That was him. one one? Yeah. Okay. yeah I, wasn't, so, I wasn't watching yeah. that close. Yeah. I, I was actually watching the, the expressions people. of the people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how exciting they were going to get. Oh, yeah. And... It was one guy, he was wearing a kilt, and I said, he, I'll bet you he's wearing a red thong. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he did something on the pole, and me and Tanya mm-hmm. looked at each other and said, he's not wearing any underwear. <laughs> and then when he came out for the lap dance, mm-hmm. he had a red thong. Yes. <laughs> he had to switch. He had yeah. to switch. Well, you, here... Are they allowed to be naked up there? Yep. Okay. I, I, well, we saw one guy get naked. Yeah, that was him. That was... 
No, 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 no. no that was that guy um, was with the guy, the girl that I thought was that was hot. Rico. Oh God, love him. The, he the, is one of my characters. The girl he was with was very, very pretty. Absolutely, I she spotted is. her across the room. I was hitting bunny. I was like, "Holy oh, cow, yeah. she's hot!" Yeah, and so of course, he adorable. Had, yeah, and he had to dance to Rico Suave. Yes, Rico Suave. <laughs> so now Corral's been around for four and a half years. Four and a half years, mm-hmm. but the farm had been around. 20 plus years. 20 plus years. Yeah, mm-hmm. our club, Freedom Makers, was around for 38 years. So, mm-hmm. And it's cool when we get to see clubs that have been around for almost 30 years. Right. Well, and there was a time that it was closed. So for you to now have to rebuild on top of that. It, it only closed for about six months. Yeah, but still that's yeah. hard. Oh, it, yeah, because there was a lot of members and they found other places to be. Mm-hmm. So we really had to work to get people back and bring in new people. Right. Well, the people were very accommodating to us, and we ran into people we knew from <laughs> our club. <laughs> when, when in, across the U.S. Yes. A, <laughs> yes. In California, and we're seeing them here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, because when, when they walked by, I, st- I yelled their name. They saw me. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I kind of glanced, and I thought they looked familiar, but I was running out to get something, mm-hmm. and there was a line out the door, and I was trying to get back in right. before the first person walked in so we could be there to greet people. Yeah, because Dee was standing by me when they walked by me, and I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so, and she goes, you know that? <laughs> right. <laughs> but they travel extensively, yeah, so, yeah. and they're and, fabulous people. And but they have friends They used friends to come to our California, club twice yeah. a year. Yeah. and But we, we haven't traveled with them yet no uh-uh. no nope so i thought they went to hito and bunny said nope nope they, they they've only been to hito one time okay and other than that they go to desire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we got to get them over to the hito <laughs> we got to get them over for the miss no swimsuit so they can represent the corral we gave away 750 dollars travel voucher last mm-hmm. night and the um funny thing was is she was here on friday mm-hmm she did not put her name in on Saturday. She only put it in on Friday. Oh. And she won. And oh. I said, oh, my God, since you were here Friday, you could have put it in tonight. She didn't realize that. Right. She goes, oh, I thought you put it in Friday. And I you said, no, you, you could have you doubled your odds, even though she already won it. It didn't really matter. But she was so excited. She was kissing and hugging everybody. She's still excited because before I came here, she was, I was messaging with her, and she's just on the moon. Oh my God! Yeah. She said that she, she she's been wanting to go for four years, yes. and you know, seven hundred and fifty dollars a lot. Of, mm-hmm. That's an that airline ticket. That goes a long ticket. way. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I, and she's just—I mean—they were ecstatic. You know, this is what they wanted to do, and and they were going to try and do it this year, but it was going to be tight, and so that made the difference. That them. makes a difference. It, it does. made a huge difference. Really and does. we gave away a two hundred dollar voucher, mm-hmm. and you'll give us the name of the winner of that later on, and we don't. Yeah. Remember that, but we gave away a hundred dollar voucher, and she's excited. So, Boy, is she excited! Yes. So, <laughs> so I've already sent the messages off to okay, Tom so, to get their quotes and everything. Yep. I think so, I sent five of them this afternoon. Awesome. So, yeah. um, the Corral is going to be the newest club at the Miss No Swimsuit Contest, mm-hmm. and we're we're really excited to have you. I think the other clubs have better step up their game yes because you know it's all about camaraderie it is it, it is. really is and and we do the three three contests and then the top three from each go to the final 
But the same thing I did with the gentlemen. We have a chat with all the girls, and it's they're encouraging each other. We'll come in during the week and let the girls practice and help each other do their routines or outfits and stuff. That's good. So, that's and, really and good. And, you know, and that's one thing that we do find at the Mizno Swimsuit Contest. We do have some – we have really, really great clubs that travel with us. And the ones that – they just – they come together and they support that girl like it was their own daughter in, oh, yeah. in a beauty pageant. Right. And it's yeah. really cool to watch that. They, they – the girls – we had a, this corral every year, um, and they call it a sisterhood. They they make these lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. I, I agree. Yes. Not just of who won, but the people that participated. Oh, absolutely. With that. Yes. You know, yeah. Adam was telling somebody we met six years ago in Hito, mm-hmm. and we've been friends ever since. And there's quite a few people mm-hmm. that we met at Hito. Oh, yeah. And Bunny was just mentioning today, and it's really cool. When we were at our own club. We only knew people from our own club. Oh. We but only, on our friends list, we only had California friends. Only California oh. friends, like on our Facebook. Right. And now that we're traveling, we're allowing, I mean, we, I screwed up one time. I kind of got lazy, and when I got friend requests, if they had more than 10 mutual friends, I just accepted them. I didn't realize that those 10 friends didn't even know them. I just, I assumed did, yeah. that they if were somewhere vetted. So uh, I'm still going through deleting a lot of the people I've added. But we actually know probably 95% of the people on our Facebook personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know a lot of people can say that. We're very particular because our family's on our Facebook. Yes. Um, so we don't, I, we even have on our website don't request Facebook friends with us because it is our private Facebook. Right. You can message us on our Facebook group, our right. Facebook page, but our private Facebook is for right. people we've actually met in person. Correct. And we could trust that they're not going to get stupid and say something stupid. Right. Yeah. Because our family and fr- vanilla friends don't yes. need to read no. um, crude comments. Yes. Correct. And some people, and swinger profiles. Oh, yeah. So, like, ours is Tom and Bunny. They all assume it's a swinger profile. We were using Tom and Bunny as a joint Facebook before the swinger community. Before everybody did, yeah. Right. And they thought, oh, my God, you guys are smart. You guys have a profile with just your first names. No, that's our real Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, we have, I just talked to my dad. We have, right now, we have over 400 friend requests that we have not even approved or denied yeah. yet because what i have to do is now if they have multiple friends and we may know them personally we may not right i have to email my friends and find yeah. out who knows these people you have to vet people i have to vet people in yeah we tell everybody to close their friends list yes. we close our friends yeah. list. our friends list is closed yeah yep. and so we tell all the friends and you know, we, we make sure. I, I've got to know who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And in our group, I, I actually have closed down our group before. If you request to be part of our group, just to watch our videos and yeah. stuff, I would just allow you. Right. I'm getting a lot of people from outside the country who started going through the group members. And they're starting to email the, yeah. the female, especially the female profiles. Right. And they're starting to get harassing. Yes. I even got one guy who's just like, let me in, let me in. I'm like, no, no, I'm not letting you back in. (laughs) Not only did you message this one girl who complained, I heard three more girls. Now it's kind of a trend setting. Yeah, we don't need any creepers. No creepers. And And we've 
Go ahead. And we've all had them. Yeah. Right. No matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And now at the corral here, they do allow single men, but they're mm-hmm. all vetted in. There, we limit our single gentlemen. Right. And, and that's good. Yeah. We, we limit our single gentlemen. And there, there are rules. And there's been gentlemen that'll come in and they say they understand the rules. And if they're here an hour and they can't understand the rules, they're out back out the door and they're not welcome back. And that's smart. And that's and, good. Yes. Because <laughs> some that. other clubs we've seen won't do it because they want that money. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between quanti- uh, quantity over quality. Our you know quality what? over quantity. Since we limit them, we have a single gentleman wait list a lot of times. And so if you're going to be a jerk wagon, I got 10 guys waiting in the wings and you're replaced. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, uh, behave yourself and own it. We knew one club, they only allowed two to four single men. It What they'd do is they'd, as couples would come in, right. they would not allow any single men. They wouldn't even let you RSVP. You could go on a list. Mm-hmm. But that didn't mean you were even going to come in. And for every 10 couples, or 20, depending on their feeling for that night, they would allow one man. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they would call that guy, and he had so much time to get to that door. Right. And if he wasn't in, they called the next guy. And then the first guy wasn't allowed in, but they charged him $500 per guy. Ouch. So they... The way they looked at it is supply and demand. If they really want to come, right. they're not going to screw up when they're paying $500. Yeah. And she swore she had the best single men, but I guess $500. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But we had a guy come in. He was an idiot. He was groping, grabbing. And finally, he got kicked out by our office manager. Mm-hmm. And the guy offered our office manager four thousand dollars to take away the band Mm -hmm. he was some movie star Mm -hmm. and our office manager stood his ground and the owner sat there and said if you want to take it take it and if he screws up kick him back out yeah again he didn't care about the money he didn't he he did not want that guy in there because it would affect the rest of the crowd correct and and that's and it was guys like that that give the the real gentleman a bad name right right but we've had to you know, any place is, if you can't behave, they got to go. I don't care if it's single ladies, couples, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And we're not afraid to do that. Some pay- people go, oh, you know, they got to pay to come in the door, you know. Right. No, we don't want them here. Nope. Yep. That yeah. was a... They can't behave. Right? Yep. And, you know, a lot of times couples won't go to a club because single men. Let me just tell you, me and Bunny were the one of those couples years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, now we've been around the single men they're a lot more respectful than your imagination's going to put out correct there. if you overanalyze it you're not going to have a good time and i think uh if you came out to a club that allowed single men you would understand that you might use them correct absolutely <laughs> you on the forever hold <laughs> these husbands just walked in but he's being quiet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, definitely, definitely want to find out about more haunted clubs. Right. So if you guys are out there, let us know. Right. That'd be cool. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do a like a like a haunted club crawl. <laughs> there you go. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Give the list, and you guys can go visit all. It'd of be them. like a, the scavenger hunt. If you <laughs> punch all the cards, if you if you go to all the clubs. Not saying it'll happen, but yeah. if we could get a list of ten clubs all over the United States, 
and you went to each one and basically got your punch card, we'd probably get the clubs to say you can come back one more time as a comp oh, yeah. just because you went to all 10 clubs. And there's people out there that would do it. They would. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are mm-hmm. retired, just rich beyond rich that could fly jet. Some people probably have their own jet just to fly <laughs> across the country. I want to be in their jet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give her a ride. I'll be fine. <laughs> we were just talking to the guy at the, the Harley store, and they said that one of the owners has multiple Harley um, locations, oh, yeah. and he has a mansion at each location, and he has a private jet. He just jumps around just to go count his cash. It's a good life. That's yeah. a great life. Yeah. Why didn't we order open a Harley dealership? Because we're broke bitches. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> We yeah. chose we chose sexy lifestyle over <laughs> right right. So, uh, D, do you want to tell them about your club, your hours? Uh, well, those can change, but tell them what you offer. For, for the most part, we're open every Friday and Saturday night, and seven till two a.m. Um, buffet dinners included from seven till eleven. That's really why we open up earlier because people, yeah, it's. it's you have mm-hmm. two entree options, but I mean, it's it's a home it's a home cooked meal. Right. It's not a you know something frozen that's just popped up, warmed up. And you have a swimming pool here. We have a swimming pool. So during the summer, we have Saturday and Sunday daytime pool parties. Also for holidays, we'll have a longer pool party. But normally the hours are eleven to five, and that includes lunch from the grill. Playrooms are also available during the pool parties. Big deck. It's a saltwater pool. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. No, oh, no. yeah. It, it's much nicer Because the way. pool's covered right now. Yeah. It's it, been raining, so. Yeah. And it's still cold. And it's heated. It, it's, it's heated. It is a heated pool. Um, and during the summer, we'll do pop-up pool parties during the week, maybe a Wednesday night or a Thursday night. During the winter, we have the indoor hot tub, so we'll do a pop-up party Wednesday night or Thursday night just to come in and, and hang out. And these are nice hot tubs. So, I yeah, mean, one, they're not small. One's big. It, one's what, huge. 20, 20 people or 12 people? Depends on how friendly you are. Right. <laughs> um, but I've it, seen a lot. It's it's pretty big. Yes. And yes. then you have a smaller one. Yes. So and, and then it has a nice deck and everything. It's not just your little square hot tubs thrown right. in the corner right. it's, it's in the backyard. It's a whole room. Yeah. No, these are, these are nice. Mm-hmm. These are definitely built for... A swinger place for, for a event. party. Yes. yes, for a party. Yeah, that's what we say. Party size hot tub. So that way, even if you're on the side of spectators, there's benches in there. If de- people go, they don't want to get in the water. They don't, girls don't want to mess their hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll hang on the side and hang out in there. Now you have private stay rooms. Yes, we have private stay rooms, and they're the rooms that you get the key when you walk in the door. And they can now they want to RSVP those. You need right to away. book as, as far out as possible. Call. Yes. Okay. Like for the holidays, they're booked months ahead of time. And on average, um, what does a private stay room run non-holiday? 60 bucks a night. 60 bucks a night. Yep. And this prices could change people yes. because yes. if you're hearing this three years later, I'm yep. sure the prices went up. Yeah. And on a holiday, to stay the same? Or is yep. It... We keep the same. Wow. Okay. That's actually even New Year's Eve? Yep. Wow. Because most places... That's a... Uh, that's that's admirable. It, it's I, the the stayovers are going to stay the same. You know that that doesn't change for a holiday. And then um, you, a party might go up for a special event, New Year's right. Eve, because yeah, we're doing dinner well, and breakfast. It, it, yeah, stuff. And you, yes. Right. Because right now you have seven private stays, Correct. and you're getting ready to add more. Yes. Uh, how they're many? Busy. How many are you going to be adding? Well, we're we're in I the heard, plans. We're, we're 
the building's going to be pretty big. Yeah, we're, we're looking 12 to 15. 12 to 15. Yeah. But so seven is a supply and demand because it was pretty crowded last night. And mm-hmm. even though you said it was a smaller party. Yeah. Easily, any club would have jumped that to 100 bucks or 150 plus jumping that entry fee and stuff like that. So that's really, really cool that you do that. Right. Now, the playrooms, they can become private states after 2 in the morning. Right. There, oh, you call a, it the after-party af- room. After-party room. Right, because they'll, at the, when we close down at 2 o'clock, they'll... Our staff will flip the room and put sheets and blankets and pillows, and you can stay. Because right, right during the party, it's just sheets. Yes. And then they add the sheets, blankets, pillows, so you're actually more comfortable. Yes, yes. Um, the couple we knew, they were waiting for 2 o'clock to roll around. Yes, for an after-party room. And so. I thought, because they were going to pay 40 it, That was 45 right? Yeah. I'm thinking for the extra 15 you could have had a guaranteed room and already been in there. Yeah, but depends on when they decided to come. You know, if they just decided that weekend, it might have been booked up. Okay, okay. Yeah. So all the rooms were booked this weekend? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, private I, stays, yeah. Okay, so that explains it. And then you have actually a private stay that actually has two beds in there. Yes, double private stay. Okay, I like that one the best. And as long I, as it's... We, we have people that will travel together and... Right. And do Or they want to play on one bed in private... Yes. ...and sleep in another... That's 120. That's 120. And I'll tell you what, it'd be worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because you're not going to leave the party to go right. to another hotel. You're, you can play in one bed or mm-hmm. share the room, but it's 120 no matter if there's four people in there two. or two yeah. people. Right. So that's actually, it's still 60 bucks a couple yep. if there's two couples in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd yep. be kind of cool. You got that right. <laughs> now, um, when it's, snowing out here Mm -hmm. is it hard to get here um we i think we've closed i think this year we closed once for the weather um the one time we were having a huge party and this snowstorm came in and people were getting here early we had a snowbound party so we literally my husband (laughs) and i went home we said okay we're going to come back in the morning we let them spend the night and it was like 20 of our members were here. Yeah, yeah, about 20 of them. We went home. We couldn't get back. It was feet of snow. We let them stay here. They were cooking, sending me videos. <laughs> and so Just we had having an a annual, great old time. Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh, they were. They had a great time. And they thought it was hysterical because they met, they made connections with people they wouldn't have. And so now we have an annual snowbound party. So Nice. Yeah. But nice. it doesn't happen that often. Uh-huh. You know, we have snow, but... In this area, it's sporadic. Now, but what, it's great that you can at least... What I like so much about that story is that you, your It shows the camaraderie and the, the camaraderie and the trust that you have. Yeah, the, that's a huge trust. But you have your staff here. Um, I and had, you got staff that live right across yes, the street. I, and I had two staff members that were here. One wasn't working. It was their off time, but they had come out for the party. We, so We've learned that... People are always working. They'll, they'll be more than willing to help out. Well, and actually, yeah, <laughs> and especially in that situation. Right. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when you can't make it back. Right. Oh, yeah. They, they messaged me the whole time. I had great videos and pictures. They were Every time it snows up here on, on our Facebook group, you'll see we have a um, snow angel challenge. So everybody's got uh, their bikinis. So they, I would do Everybody it had their pictures. Well, they, do that, I can't post can't that on do Facebook. it naked, huh? So, can't do that on Facebook. But um, <laughs> they have... 
they were sending videos to everybody and right. posting, so it's great. That's awesome. Now, one of the things that we learned here is we always had um, a set staff for everything. Mm-hmm. You actually have different staff doing different things every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Like the bartender this weekend is one weekend a month. No, she's every other weekend. Every other week, we absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. We, she we, is amazing. She, she will be here as long as she ever wants. She's to be. been here eighteen years, yeah. and I'll tell you what. I mean, if we even walked by the bar, she was scooping her cup out of our hand, filling it, handing it right back. She was coming over to our table. She was. She really, really, really took care of us. So I hope she. Um, knows how much we adore Oh, yeah, her. I told her. No. Okay. <laughs> and then your cooks. Yes. Now, how does that work? Because you have different cooks. Right. Because one girl, I was uh, Friday night, she right. loves her job because she said she used to run a restaurant. Yeah. She was always tied up. Now she does one night a month? Um, depends on what her schedule is. We uh-huh. ask, I've got five rotations of cooking staff they say when they're available uh-huh. and we work a schedule around them that's nice and but i have you know six bartenders so Lori and i are the primaries we alternate weekends and then we have our backups for okay. when we for the bigger parties when we need two and three well i i think that was kind of nice because that way people can experience different cooks oh mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. one member and they get specialty so one mm-hmm. member actually said i love to see who cooked the food so you actually list who cooks the food right and they came out because that they yeah. wanted that person's food. They right. liked it that much. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know you actually listed your cook. Yep. So we, I, got, I got to read more, huh? Well, in, in our announcements on our Facebook, it'll say they'll put up what their menu is this week. Okay, I saw yes. that. I saw that. So you, I have just, to, you have to know who's, you know. I just didn't realize yeah. that that cook was only for one weekend or one night. And right. then... The next night was somebody else. Right, or... right. Yeah, we didn't realize that before we came out here. Because she wasn't here last night, right? Yeah, she was. Was she? Yeah. I didn't see her last night. Yeah, this night. was her weekend. Okay. I, well, I... it was a little busier last yeah, night, so she wasn't busier. floating around much. I, I, I saw a guy, a gentleman. Uh, was Did she have help? I know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I saw him, so I thought, okay, he's got to be the other cook. Yeah. So I totally mistook that. So I did... But I, me and her talked for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. After we had dinner, I yeah. sat there and talked to her for a while. Yeah, and all our staff, there's backups for them uh-huh. you know, because they're members and you want to have fun. You don't want it to be a job. You're right. a lifestyle club. You don't want it to be a job. And so. the couple that live across the street, mm-hmm. they made sure the club was ready Saturday night. They yes. were, and they're like, we know you're coming through with the video. I'm like, yep. relax, relax. But they were so making sure that the, everything was perfect. Yes. And yeah. The members and the staff, they really take ownership. And that's why people don't act wrong because they'll get called out by somebody else. Oh, yeah. And they should. Yeah. They absolutely Mm -hmm. should. DJ. DJ played great music. Yeah. Bunny likes that type of music. Mm -hmm. And it depends. We go to one club to another and there's nothing wrong. It's just different. Different. This club, and he blended it very well, but he played a lot of the top 40. Um, I don't want to call... it wasn't hip hop. It was just more, mostly top forty. Yeah, yeah, it's and it, top forty more dance. You more know, dance. Top forty dance. dance. Yeah, but it depends on what's going on. He'll he'll gauge the crowd. With, oh, you have right. yeah, who's doing what? But I've got mm-hmm. four different DJs too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well this weekend's so DJ. Take, he did a great mm-hmm. job. Me and him sat there and talked. I had thirty five DJs that worked for me. Oh, and but I had set DJs, mm-hmm. but the other ones were backups. Oh, okay. and what happens is if because. 
the last thing you need in a club is someone to call off at the last minute because they they only work weekends. They're right. not. It's not a full time job for. Right. So sometimes in our instance, it wasn't so much loyalty. It was more. If there was a job that paid more, right. I might not have that DJ. Right. So I could have a DJ there in 15 minutes going through my list. And we were talking about the music and everything. And one thing that we don't see at a lot of clubs, I'd probably say 80% of the clubs, is slow songs. Our club, we played slow songs. Mm-hmm. You play slow songs yeah. here. And we both agreed that the slow songs is what gets the party actually started because people can actually touch each other. Mm-hmm. When you're playing more higher energy dance, you're three feet away from each other. So you can actually be out there by yourself dancing. It really doesn't well, matter. Well, and then he also kept the level right to where you, you could still have a conversation. You could have a conversation. Right. You have to mm-hmm. with this. But we, we used to do, and we still do occasionally, the snowball dance. Uh-huh. And you, you'll put your host couple out there, and they'll play a slow song, and then they've got to go get somebody else. And it just keeps growing and growing. You That couple will... Go pull somebody else out on the dance floor, and he'll play two slow songs. And before you know it, the entire dance floor is full of everybody grabbing someone else. That's cool. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. See, our, ours was, we just played two slow songs. The first slow song was people would realize, oh, my God, it's a slow song. I don't, I don't know if I want to go out there just yet because it's going to end. And then the second one starts, then they run out there. Right. And we would literally pack the dance floor, and then we would slowly bring up the BPMs. And then when the dance floor, they'd start getting tired and start leaving the dance floor, mm-hmm. he'd bring it down, two more slow songs. And we always played two slow songs every hour. Mm-hmm. And then that way, it would just fill that floor. And we w- they stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. They stopped doing it for a while. They stopped doing it for a while. And we, we oh, put... That's a shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, well, the sexual energy goes away. Yeah. Yeah. So our playrooms weren't getting as active mm-hmm. when when we had the slow songs. Right. So, but, you know, we see this. We don't tell club owners how to do their business. Uh, it's not our right. not our thing. But we would like to see more clubs do that. I yeah. think it would help. Um, I, you're, like Bunny said, we were able to have conversations. We were right in front of the DJ booth. Yeah. And we were telling people about Tom's trips. We were spinning the wheel. And we didn't have to yell and scream at each yeah. other. And another thing we see is a lot of clubs, they'll turn up the music so loud because the DJs think that's going to bring them out. It's going to stop the conversation and bring them out on the dance floor. And it really, really does. And it gives people a headache. And then they leave the dance area and go go to a quieter area. Mm -hmm. And so your club is run mostly like the way we would run it. And that's such a refreshing. It's definitely run like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Yes, I, yes, very mm-hmm. much so. But you were experienced. So, well, <laughs> yeah. before we'll you, 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 you came in and took the bull by the horns. Yeah, we did. It's a little scary, but we did. You did, and I, it shows. It, it, I think this is a really good club, and yeah. I can't wait to see the other, uh, the other rooms, the other themed rooms when they're... Yeah, well, we'll uh, let me start over again. We will definitely be back. I definitely, mm-hmm. even if it's on our own, we yep. will come back. <laughs> <and> <laughs> come back. Definitely. Jump the 960-mile drive. 960 Around miles. the corner. We can I don't do know it, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's not just five hours for us. It's only like 24 yeah. hours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 14, have, 14 straight through. Yeah, but we have to stop for fuel. Yeah. So that takes a little while. And I have to go pee. All right, so D. We're almost ending. You got anything final to say? What's your website? 
www.thecorral.com. Someone actually asked me how to spell corral just yesterday, so it's good that you spelled it. Yes, because mm-hmm. normally it's with the C, but because of the owner, everything goes with the K okay. to follow her name. We met her. And, That's um, Kim's crypt. Yes. Um, call in. You need reservations to come because we try and control everything and make sure we have enough food and staff for any events that are going on. BYOB. Um, it gets turned over to the bartender, so you can bring your own bottles. You can take whatever you don't use at the end of the night. And you definitely want to be here before 11, on your, I, on your, especially when you're new. Well, the office closes at 11. Right. So it's, the office is open from 7 to 11 for people coming in. Okay, and you have to call, or you got to email or call in for a reservation. Yes. Because they have a guard at the gate who yep. will not let you pass without a confirmation. Correct. And that's for your safety. Correct. And if you are a single female, they will not let a single female walk out of the club alone. They will always escort her out to the car. Correct. So if you're a single female feeling a little uneasy, definitely feel easy coming here. <laughs> yeah. We, we have a lot nice. more single females than a lot of the clubs because oh, yeah. we tell the girls to check in at the bar. and mm-hmm. You know, even just walking around, you know. If she's had a couple of drinks, you know, she might be oh, a little I've more seen vulnerable. So many single females in here last night. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to add one more it's thing. So cool. They have eight bathrooms here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you most really I've ever wait for seen. <laughs> no, the most I've ever seen. The most we've ever seen. How many showers are here? Because um, yeah, because some clubs so, don't even have showers. Right. Some clubs don't have six. Show- six showers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guys, if you're the one of the guys that washes your junk off in a sink, there are plenty of showers here for you. You don't no, have it, to do it, that. It happens. I know. <laughs> I know. I just don't like to think about it. We, we did a video on how not to be a douche. <laughs> <laughs> and washing your junk off in a sink when the shower is five feet from you yeah. was part we, of the We video. provide the towels, so just do it. Yep. So they provide everything here for you towels. except for your alcohol. Um, and, and I know you just got lube, so you got a limited supply of lube. <laughs> we don't limited. normally provide the lube. Because of allergies and whatnot, but when we've actually had people come in and bring up donate other stuff too, right. so we'll we'll put it out in the candy dishes. For That's what we use. always tell everybody. Like Tom would always say, you don't want to bring a knife to a gunfight, yes. right? So you you need to be prepared. Bring, bring your own stuff. Bring your own lube. Bring your own what condoms. You have. Yeah. Especially you su- with the allergies people have. Yeah, people come out and go. I forgot, and well, I can't have that kind. I can't have that. Then I'm you're like, not well, playing. Then you better hit the. Right. Cookie Mart around the corner. Cause, mm-hmm. Now, do yeah. you supply condoms at all? No. Okay, so definitely bring your condoms. Right. Bring, bring your gun to the knife fight and your own lube. Right. Uh, bring, bring, well, Bunny has her own play bag. She'll have toys, lubes, mints. condoms, mints, yep. <laughs> uh, toothbrush, toothpaste. Yep. Uh, watch our video, What's in Your Play Bag? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then Bunny um, describes what's in our play bag. Yes. And definitely new couples, be here, be, well, anyone, be, be here before 11. Right. And definitely call in the Kim's Crypt if you're interested in the haunt, the overnight haunt and the regular haunt. The overnight haunt, the 13-hour haunt, they can touch you. They, there yes. are safe spaces. They supply the food, the tents, everything. That's kimscrypt.com. That's K-I-M-S. K-R-Y-P-T dot com. So definitely check out the website. Contact D. Definitely come to this club. It's it's an amazing club. We, we really had a great time. And I can't say enough about this place. No, if, if anybody has a, 
any apprehensions, and it's definitely worth the drive. If they have to fly in, where do they fly into? What's the closest airport? They they can fly into Harrisburg or BWI. Okay, where's BWI? Baltimore, Washington. Okay, and that's about an hour away, right? Yeah. So about an hour away, rent a car, come out here. and Yep, because that's what I priced. That's what I was looking at. Right. So um, it's definitely worth it. Come on out, support them, and check out their website, thecorral.com. That's T-H-E-K-O-R-R-A-L.com. And tell them Tom and Bunny sent you. They won't give you any discounts, but they'll at least know where you heard from them. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. And if you do come here... Send us an email. Tell yeah. us what you thought because we'll relay positive, negative yes. to D, and that's how club owners get a feel for what their members want. Whether they do anything or not is up to them. Right. Like I always say, it's you'll run it the way you'll want to run it, but it's always nice to have positive feedback. Oh, so. 100%. Right. So until next time. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.